Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> All right. Here he is. What's up? What it do, boys? Um, we're here. We're doing Can it. Can you hear me all right? I'm, I'm recording in a different studio, so um, Wait, we'll that's see the, how the street uh, noise is. That's your new room, right? Yeah. Well, that's where you used to record back when Josh was there, and you had to uh, kick him out. Mm-hmm. I preferred that. I just like the power move of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's the, new, how's the new room treating you? It's good. I'm still moving and shit. Um, Usually, I can't do anything uh, without a time constraint. So, because there is no time constraint currently, I'm moving real slow. Um, yeah. It was a long week, too. Yeah. I'll come in. I'll, uh, I'll bring some posters, some tapestries, some, give, the, give the walls some life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I move in, uh, I'm bringing bunk beds. We're gonna, that room's too big for just you, man. I got to sleep in it's, there with you. <laughs> dude, it's enormous. I'm like buying, thinking of fucking shit to buy just to fill it. Like, hey, I don't the American dream. I never even hang out here. I'm like, should I get a couch in here to just never sit on? Just to, there's too much open space just for show. Just for sh- setting coats down on. Yeah. You, you should uh, get like a whole, like make it a studio. Like uh, get your microphones, put a green screen up. I don't need, I don't uh, eat enough eggs to uh, line the wall with cartons to soundproof it. I'll start saving mine. I should have them ready by in a few days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and Puts usually go through a bunch of eggs, so I think I'll be good over here too. What you making? I uh, just regular breakfast shit. Breakfast cake. <laughs> making breakfast my, uh, cake. <laughs> cracking a bunch of eggs in the uh, in the cake batter. For breakfast. <laughs> we have to wake up at three in the morning. Start the cake making process. No, it's a real nightmare, man. Uh, well, hey, it's good to see you guys. Um, it's been a been a few weeks. Yeah. We'll go yeah, back yeah. to uh, across the movie verse. Boys are we're, back. We're gonna be, Boys are back. Day, day late on this one, but Fourth uh, of July weekend, so you know can't really uh, can't really blame us there. Hope everyone had a, a good and safe holiday. Yeah, how was yours? Fireworks king of. We were. Uh, I mean, on when was Fourth of July? Two days ago. Uh, I yeah. actually, I just like sat and uh, no wait. So I woke up on the Fourth of July. I woke up in Indiana because I had to pick up more fireworks for my dad because we had nothing else to sell. So I had to go pick up a van load of fireworks. And then I drove, worked most of the morning and afternoon, and then I just came home and watched like three movies. It was pretty great, and then watched some fireworks that were just happening around my town. But that's pretty was, cool. Uh, yeah. What'd you guys do? I went to my buddy's girlfriend's um, like family party. Um, it was pretty fun. It's a good time. <laughs> I went to my buddy's Shut girlfriend's. Up. Fucked her. He wasn't home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a great time. Sorry, that's- Joe. These Mexicans are taking our all of our women in our job. Dude, that's what you should have done. You should have banged some uh, some pale faces girlfriend on uh, and say, "Yeah, we're coming for you, bitch." Yeah. Some some good old boys lady. Yeah, uh, I should have. Yeah, make yeah. him really lock in his hatred for people that aren't white. <laughs> proud boys, right? What, yeah, proud boys. That's what they're called. Oh, that's like a that's like a Reddit thing, isn't it? I don't know. I, I remember I the know. the proud family, and they were black. They so. were cool. They were. Pen they were proud. a cool family. Yeah. 
That was a they, great cartoon. I mean, they must yeah. be rebooting that soon. If they haven't, there's definitely been talks of it. Uh, here's my pitch. Uh, white, proud family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about how – about, <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, progressive or – I don't know either. No one knows. I think, yeah, no, I think now you have to see race. It's not good to not see. You have definitely. to see race. You definitely want to not see anything. Yeah. <laughs> Nazi's yeah. bad. <laughs> well, see, you, you just can't. All right, I'm out. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we see you just like jump out the window. <sighs> not yeah. Now you have to if see it, it, acknowledge it, love it, respect it. If they had a. Uh... If they had a um, modern day like uh, Prout family, uh, real life version, who do you think the cast would be? Well, who was the the voice of uh, of Penny Proud? Was it Kiki Palmer, or am I making that up? I have no idea. Either Kiki, I, like I think it was Kiki Palmer. She's good. She I is think. good. Uh, yeah. I mean, in my ideal version, not not present day because some of these people are too old or don't exist anymore. Uh, but I'd want Bernie Mac as uh, Dad Proud. As a dad, how about Kevin Hart as one of the kids? He oh, plays yeah. his old, dude. But he, he plays his old self. I'm, I'm thinking like, did, uh, are all these suggestions the people that actually played them in the show? I don't remember it. I no, have no idea. Kyla Pratt was Penny Proud, not Kiki Paul. Oh, I I like Kiki Paul. Tommy Davidson Ooh. was. Uh, Carlos Mencia played the uh, the neighbor the neighbor <laughs> dad. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would watch a live action crowd family. Uh, Sans Carlos Mencia though. Yeah, they should just do like they should reboot like Urkel or something with yeah. a white cast. Yeah. Well, yeah, was Urkel the first uh, black dork on television? Ah. Uh... I don't know. But I think that's a that's kind of a cultural milestone. Like, yeah, I guess because, like in all the old, like I feel I haven't seen every episode, of course, but I feel like in like the Jeffersons type shows, like the older um, black sitcoms, the nerd was always the white dude. Like always the white dude. So yeah, I could I in the Cosby's who was. Like Eddie was cool as hell. I guess like Waldo, maybe Waldo in the Cosby Show. He was well, he was I just like a weirdo. Carlton was kind of a loser, but he was like a rich loser, so it was kind of fine, I guess. He was yeah. just like yeah. sheltered and weird, and like just didn't understand social cues. But Urkel was a was a dork. But Stefan Urkel, his cousin, was cool as hell. <laughs> no, that it's not his cousin. Is That's it not? It. No, he goes into a uh, a cool. A cool make yourself cool machine and then he uh he comes out and fucking seduces the hell out of laura good dude. yeah he goes in the he builds urkel was a a nerd but he was like a super genius like always winning the science fair and stuff well did i tell you i was writing uh and i maybe i'll still do it um during a few weeks ago when it was like or about a month ago when it was like extreme civil unrest, you know, protests everywhere uh, on top of coronavirus and then just any, anything else that was happening. And I wanted to write about how my, my favorite shows would handle it, uh, like growing up, because yeah. they used to always have a very special episode mm -hmm. uh, that, would, that would tackle a real thing. And I started to write one for, uh, for Family Matters, and it was like, uh, 
the the dad was a was a cop, so he had to like decide. Oh. He would have had to decide what what side he's on. Um. What, meanwhile, Laura was very political, so she'd have to. She was like leading the charge in the streets. Uh, and then for comedic effect, Urkel would like uh, accidentally like cause a riot by like knocking something over into mm. into like a cop car and like on fire. <laughs> Didn't I do that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there was an episode where Carl can conf- his car. Uh, what's Carl? Right? Yeah. His yeah. Dad's name is Carl. Carl confronts some fellow white officers because they arrested his son and someone else, and and. And the white officers say something like, uh, oh, we didn't know he was your son. And Carl's like, what's that? What's the son part has to do with it? You just arrested a young black man and he stood up for it. And, but, but that's probably the, the most serious that they could have gotten back in the day. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure as soon as he said that, they just cut to black and like that was, or cut to dark, or, uh, cut the lights. And uh, that was just... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was the end of the episode or like that then they they probably brought Urkel in or maybe like one more like hugs his wife end of it but they like definitely wouldn't touch on it the next episode or anything of course there's no consequences well Armand I mean I know you're not in the in the writing department but you do uh work on a prominent um I guess you work on the uh uh on the firefight fire department side of television but uh yeah in the universe I wonder how a show like Chicago PD is going to, is going to be after, uh, once they come back. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure it'll be tough to write. Um, it'll, it'll, I feel like it'll be tough to write just cause you don't want to step on any toes, but you still want to make it, cool. um, exciting or whatever. But I mean, yeah. if you're just going to see a lot of different characters as like the villains, you know what I mean? They're not going to be like, oh, it's only black people or like Mexicans that are doing crimes. You know what I mean? It's going to be like a bunch. I feel like it's going to be added more white characters or I don't know. I feel like on TV shows or movies with police officers, we root for the, the cops that don't play by the rules, you know, that like, yeah, will like grab a perp that we already know as an audience is a bad guy because we've seen them do the bad stuff mm-hmm. and then they beat the hell out of them and we're like, hell yeah. But in real yeah. life, you like want the cop that plays by the rules because the ones that don't play by the yeah. rules are really <laughs> fucking up people. Like Law, and, like Law and Order SVU, Stabler was always going off his rocker. Um, and NYPD Blue, like yeah. one of the most famous cop shows of all time, is all about dirty cops. I think I imagine there's dirty cops in the wire. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Being in uh, Ch- I, being Chicago PD already. I mean, they must have already. Have you seen all the episodes? Have you seen any episodes? They must have already touched on Chicago police officers or, or violence, or is it just? Dude, I, I, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I've never I've never seen the show. My parents um, my parents watch all those shows religiously. They love them. Yeah, it's their church. Your parents are no more than me. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're working on the scene. That's why when, yeah. uh, one time when the cast of Chicago PD showed up to uh, one of my comedy shows that I was doing with uh, with Steve Tappas back in the day. Royce, uh, I remember that. Yeah, uh, when they all showed up and uh, Sophia Bush gave me a hug, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's your coolest celeb story, I'd top, say. Top story I've got. Yeah. My dad still tells it at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Says it was him? It was his comedy show? Yeah. I'm jealous. I... He has a son. I just got a I just got a high when I passed her. Other than that, no hug. So I'm I'm, I'm jealous. 
I watched One Tree Hill growing up, so she's she's cool. John, John yeah. Tucker must die. She, she hot as hell. Oh, yeah. oh I forgot about that. That movie was all about a, a guy like taking advantage of women and and it sold. <laughs> like I don't Yeah. And he kinda gets away with it in the end. <laughs> like he he like, learns cool a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like he kinda <laughs> learns his lesson. Yeah, he like because like one girl he doesn't like, but then I'm pretty sure at the end the comic relief is then just kinda like, eh, whatever. There's more there's more I'm going to college or whatever. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's yeah. The <laughs> but uh <laughs> Have you guys, uh, I've been just, I'm back on my movie watching grind now that uh, I'm not working uh, as much. Cause there was about, after I got back from the shoot Armand and I were on when I was staying with you guys, I worked like every day driving to Indiana or Northern Illinois, like all over the place. So I'm, I'm back to watching like three, four movies a night. It's pretty great. Nice dude. I need to get those numbers up. I haven't really watched anything too much recently. I crushed some movies I was in. So I wanted to talk about a few of them. Please. Well, first I watched Hamil- the Hamilton musical, which was really, really good on Disney plus. Yeah. But I need to see that. Yeah. Uh, I got a bone to pick with Manuel Miranda. Uh, Lewis Manuel. What's his name? Uh, Lynn. Lynn Manuel. Lynn, Lynn Man- He's easily the worst singer and actor and character in that show. Yeah, the lead role musical yeah get the fuck out of there lynn um but that was good but i watched it man it man the first one it man one and it's ip man spelled ip uh uh, it's about the the person who trained bruce lee in kung fu or in wing chun which is a variation of kung fu it's like supposedly his biographical story donnie yen plays the titular Ip Ip man and it's it's kind of it's it's pretty much like Rocky, but they try and frame it like it's a true story. Wing Chun is the one where you punch real fast, and then you like do these, and then he um, Walker, he kills the fuck. He he. So it's 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 very similar to Rocky. They frame it as a as a true truer story, I think, than Rocky. It's allegedly biographical. Um, but we don't see any of his journey. We meet him and he's the best martial artist in the world. So I've watched Ip Man 1, Ip Man 2, and Ip Man 3. And it's, it's the same guy. The first one doesn't have English dub. So I was just reading, I was listening Cantonese and just reading the subtitles. The second and third one do. And it's just this man, like pretty much Rocky style, whooping the fuck out of anyone that tries to fight him in the second or third when he's kicking like 10 guys' asses, they all have hatchets and stuff. Mike Tyson's in the third one. Uh, the lessons learned in this. So in the second one, like the, the uh, a British boxer comes to town and he whoops the fuck out of a friend that it man made. And it, it like very similar to uh, Drago killing Apollo Creed. Um, they're like every the whole audience is just like go down go down and he's like kind of staying on the rope doesn't he's it man's like go go down sir go down and he's like i could go down if it was just for me but this is for all chinese martial arts ends up getting killed a la apollo creed by the uh, uh, british boxer it man goes then to avenge him all the time treating his wife like trash it man is because he's always going to get his ass whooped or kick someone else's ass uh 
the big flashback is Hitman remember it like he he is getting his ass whooped. The audience is yelling go down. He remembers his like friend mentor. Same situation. He the flashback is not what he said to the mentor and said it's not worth it. It's what the mentor said to him right before the mentor got killed by the British boxer. And that is what inspires him to then win and, and beat up the British boxer. I'm like, what lesson is this fucking teaching to these, to anyone? It's like, yeah. ignore the advice, fuck pride, <laughs> or go only with pride, fuck yourself. It's just like, what is this lesson teaching kids? Yeah. I love some like kids getting just the shit kicked out of them. And the bullies like, just whenever you tell me to stop, I'll stop. <laughs> Don't yeah. make me keep doing this. Yeah. Just getting rocked. He's like he, he flashed back to the wrong the wrong thing the wrong lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, any like boxing movie I've seen for the most part, it's all about a boxer who just who like they're pretty good at boxing, but they're own they're much better at getting beat up. Yeah, that's all boxing yeah, movies. Yeah, are. a guy that just like Rocky just gets destroyed all the time, and then at the end, the guy's tired from changing the shape of his face. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you ever seen the, <laughs> you ever seen like Southball too? Like, yeah, uh, with Jay Joe and all, like he just gets his ass beat, yeah, and then he, and and then he gets a knockout like later. Yeah. yeah, the only like boxing arc that a, a man can go <laughs> that they can keep having to do is just the guy that gets his ass whooped and whooped. What's the Mark Wahlberg one? Uh, also, war, Warrior. Fighter, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, the whole arc just has to be this guy that somehow can just take more punches than anyone else in the world Dude, yeah. i've been punched at like maybe half uh like half speed by a semi-professional boxer and it hurt worse than in and i'm wearing headgear and it hurts so bad like yeah i can't <laughs> imagine taking like several punches full full on full force as your head's like spraying blood yeah, yeah. one more thing about it's it a man. crazy sport I, I like looked into it the biographical part and like it, 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 a lot of it's bullshit, whatever, but like some of Bruce Lee's or Ip Man's rivals like pop up randomly in, in the third one. And like the Ip family had to apologize to the other guy's family for disrespecting his name like 30 years after the fact, uh, like of, of inaccuracy or like him just getting it, it was they had to apologize for making him look like a little brother instead of an equal. Like a, uh, what? What weird tradition that is? There, I couldn't think of a single thing in the United States where like a family had ever had to apologize publicly to another family to like squash beef. Uh, yeah. Over, over, like the guy still came came out looking cool as hell, but it was like yeah. <laughs> the weirdest there's thing. Like, there's been like career, like say someone is like uh, accused of murder or something, and then they get found that they're not guilty. They don't apologize about that, uh, like I'm assuming these families apologized over strictly disrespecting someone. Yeah, like I went down a deep rabbit hole on all these old masters and like the controversies of you want to be in in line with the first kung fu or Wing Chun masters of ever, and like you want to be the apprentice to the apprentice to the apprentice to the apprentice. All this bullshit and like people are like. There's videos and people are like saying photo evidence is edited uh, of of like images well images of one Asian man with with the old master and being like no he trained me he trained me all the way down and it's 
Like I wouldn't. I can't imagine. Like hours I spent reading this stuff. It was. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Like they care about so much about something that happened. 60 years ago i just the passion the the tradition the honor i wish i had it even if i even if i cared a lot about the like lineage of that uh in the current climate i would not claim that somebody isn't who they say they are in a photo uh, because i wouldn't want to be look like i'm mistaking asian people for no (laughs) i'd be like that i think it's him he he says it's him i think it's him to, to be honest the only reason the, I mean, the only way that this could be such a controversy of a, of an edited photo or of a, like a smudged photo is say it was white people, all white people look the same. I mean, in the smudged photo. Yeah. I watched uh, the Bruce Lee 30 for 30, uh, B water. And that was really mm-hmm. good. Uh, Bruce Lee just had little cameos in this one, like in the, at the end of after credit scene, thank you. In the second one, a little kid comes in and he's like, he's like, I'm whatever Bruce Lee's real name is. I'm going to be the greatest in the world. And then it, it, it man's like, uh, to come to me in a couple of years. And then the sec, the third one starts with it man smoking cigarettes and Bruce Lee. And all of a sudden he starts throwing them and Bruce Lee's got to kick him out of the air. And then he kicks water. And then, uh, it man throws some, uh, like a jar of water and Bruce Lee kicks it, uh, kicks the water. And that's the only part that he's in the third one. Dude, I kind of want to check these out. How long are each one of them? uh they're easy watches less than two hours yeah they were i, I mean okay that's all I, that's all it I was sounds asking. dope yeah yeah all on netflix I, i'm gonna watch the fourth one tonight there's a fourth like, one okay dude there's like eight of them <laughs> it's i'm gonna watch every <laughs> kung fu movie ever made they're awesome well, yeah have you guys ever seen Bruce Lee movies no i need to those are on my uh he only made like four, four he only starred yeah. like main commercial blockbusters in four four movies yeah, besides once I've upon a time in Hollywood, I haven't seen any. But um, um, you should watch Enter the Dragon. That that movie yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's number one on my list. I've been watching uh, some. Uh, I've been doing a dive into directors I like first feature film because I'm trying to gear up to to make a, my own feature film at some point uh, within mm-hmm. the next couple years. And. Uh, a lot of them, or at least a few of them, are all like an hour ten to an hour twenty, and um, I'm like, that's perfect for me. Yeah. Oh, I loved them. They they don't yeah. drag at all. So easy to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Budgets low. Those are the best. Of the, of, the, uh, the short ones. Speaking of low budget, let's talk about this movie, aka the most expensive movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I was. I was looking at some trivia and they had, uh, I think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for most expensive uh, stunt, which was where they were, had the airplanes and the, the tether line in between the mm-hmm. airplanes and a guy, they had to do it. They filmed most of it in Europe and they had yeah. to do that back in America because that stunt was illegal to do in Europe. Uh, so they had to bring it back here. <laughs> USA, USA. That's cool <laughs> as hell. in Europe, you pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week we That's watched That's fucking that. funny. Cliffhanger, uh, the 1993, I believe, Sylvester Stallone classic that's parodied in uh, Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd seen that movie Which a million hilarious. times. Never, never seen Cliffhanger. Yeah. Mo- a lot of these movies that we've been doing, like, I recognize the cover, like, from Blockbuster Video or anything. This movie, I, I if you say Cliffhanger, I think of the Ace Ventura thing. The, like, the poster 
is so undescriptive of what this movie is. I, yeah. I, I still mm -hmm. like accidentally clicked on IMDb 10 minutes ago, looking it up on my phone. I still clicked the wrong one. Cause there's just like, why not throw fucking sly on the mountain or something? It's fucking well, here, a quick side note. Uh, just, you just jogged my memory since you mentioned blockbuster. Uh, I think I texted both you guys about it, but I went to in the town next, next to me, there's still a, a, a it's just, called the video store that's all that's the name of it in big bold letters and it's still open i had no idea it was still open so i walked that's around and I, rent, I rented a bunch of dvds and uh like i went to go pay this is just how behind the times my uh my town is and i didn't have any cash and i had to write a check they didn't take card so i, I rented <laughs> DVDs with a check like i've never i don't know if i've ever purchased something other than like rent or bills with a check before why did you have a yeah. checkbook yeah, uh, because I, I had just sent a check for like my health insurance or something and uh, <laughs> because I, was, I wanted to rent some DVD. <laughs> These are my DVD checks. You got to pay for yeah, the paper wild. trail. But I got some, uh, I got some good flicks. Not a huge selection, but nice to support local. But, uh, yeah. okay, back to, uh, back to Cliffhanger. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, um, what flicks do they even have there? Wait, was it was it a blockbuster? I'm sorry, or was it just a story no, no, like it, a blockbuster? This is its own its own franchise called uh, just Video Store. It's also a tanning salon. Uh, That's sweet. I don't know why, <laughs> but I I asked for the check. I'm like, should I make it out to Family Video? And the the two people behind the counter like laughed at me. They're like, this isn't a Family Video. <laughs> this is the Video Store. And I go. And I'm like, oh, that's probably why you're still in business. Like, if you family videos have all gone out of business for the most part, so this yeah. isn't the family video. We're giving hand jobs out in the tanning booth at <laughs> the store. It was cool though because uh, one of the women working behind the counter, they had the same little TV that I remember them having when I was, you know, 12 years old, just on the counter, and uh, they were watching Pirates of the Caribbean. And all I thought was, I want this job. Like, yeah. I want to sit. No one comes in here. I'm sure. I'm sure the tanning is more popular than the. And you just have an unlimited supply. Fly and you movies. Just sit and watch movies and get paid. That's, I'm already doing that. I need to, Yeah. <laughs> dream. I've always wanted to work at the video store. Okay, so let's, I just let's pulled start up, the, up. <laughs> I just pulled up the poster for you can't really see it. The poster for a cliffhanger and it just yeah. says hang on in big uh <laughs> gives nothing away to what the movie's about. I had I didn't look up a description, I had no idea. I, I really have been pleasantly surprised by a lot of the movies we've been doing, like I've heard yeah. about them, but I, I was, there was so many, I was surprised many times throughout this movie. Yeah. I think uh, the nineties are a really good era for action movies because they, the technology is developing and they take themselves like a little more seriously than the eighties. I think it's not as mm -hmm. cheesy, but it's still pretty ridiculous too. Yeah. I think it, yeah, it's the um, the the cheesiness is definitely not as as bad as the '80s, but it's it's still there. But it's it's kind of funny because I feel yeah. like they, like you're saying, like they realize it that they're being cheesy, so they play with it a bit. So, yeah. uh, should we do a quick uh, quick rundown? That's, that's good, Armand. The '90s, they were realized like, wait a second, we don't have to make these hacky campy ass movies we could actually try and fuck around with it a little bit yeah yeah mm -hmm. so uh well it opens on a couple of a uh, couple of climbers stuck like way on top of a mountain uh 
a rescue helicopter is flying, talking to uh, another man, just like free, free soloing the, the side of a cliff, uh, which turns out to be none other than Sylvester Stallone to go, uh, to go rescue his other rescue man, his best buddy, and uh, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they make like a zip line between the uh, the helicopter and the some uh, someone who uh, Sylvester Stallone's buddy Michael Rooker, who plays Hal, uh, hurts his knee with yeah. his girlfriend on top of the mountain. So they got to come up and rescue him. I was thinking, what an inefficient way to rescue someone. That's not how I would do it. They first Stallone has to climb up the thing by himself. I mean, they maybe can drop him off lower, but whatever yeah. and then the way they have to do it is shoot wait how the fuck did they do it they sh- how'd they get the rope across she flew over him with with the rope. oh he 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 knocked he in some it in. some nails and then all right and the, yeah they they put a zip line from the stuck climbers to a peak across the way that the helicopter pilot flew through or flew to. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, why? Like, first off, why make Stallone climb up the mountain? Second off, why not just scoop up those motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. They were flying pretty close to where they were anyway. I don't see why they couldn't just uh, connect them to the wire. Because, like, like, what if Stallone just like accidentally fell and died? You know. Like, well, and you start know, that you know, over. Or? <laughs> yeah. You know. So they, yeah, so they start, Michael Rooker, he's experienced, he knows what he's doing. He gets across, no problem, makes it look easy. And he also has hurt his knee in this too. That's kind of why they're, they're trapped up there. Then the girlfriend yeah. who they admit that she's like not a climber. And I don't know how the hell she got up there in the first place. They were so high up and uh, she's hanging there. And if you've seen Ace Ventura 2 uh, or this movie, you know, the, the, the thing starts to break. Stallone goes out there, catches her, can't hold on, glove slips off. And uh, she falls, and mm-hmm. she falls to to her presumed and uh, actual death. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. showed it, definite death. <laughs> well, she she has a teddy bear attached to her bag, and that falls first, and she screams like "No!" to the teddy bear. So I <laughs> yeah, thought there like was going to come back some significance. Never comes back. Like, no. <laughs> I, I think the director threw it in there to make, the, or I, I read that the director threw it in there to like make the audience nervous of what could happen to her. Yeah. Listen, baby, if you're actually going to make that happen to her, you don't need to show us with a stuffed animal. Keep that, like, I, like the stuffed animal falling. I was like, all right, it, she must not be falling then. And then, nope, yeah. nope. he dropped her. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I kind of was like a little more sad in Ace Ventura than, yeah. than when she falls. She's like, kind of fl- so it helps them or helps one of them get uh, re- rescue them. She's like dating S- Sylvester Stallone. Um, and then, yeah, Rooker's dating the lady. So Sylvester Stallone helps Rooker claw- across as the woman's falling. Rooker, Michael Rooker, his ex best, fr- best friend, is trying to say, like, no, let me do this. Let me do a different thing to save her. And S- Stallone's like, no, there's no other option. Let me go out there. Looks to be the case. I mean, clearly this woman cannot climb anything. But, uh, Stallone's also flirting with Rooker's lady the whole time, and they're all kind of like having a good time about it. Yeah, they had a little because then she's like, "Are we still on for dinner?" Right? He's yeah. like, "Absolutely." And Stallone. <laughs> yeah. So Rooker ends up getting very mad at Stallone because he didn't <laughs> he listen to his plan and he dropped his girlfriend. 
into a into an overpet into a giant canyon and killed her. Classic. Uh, so they break up and and then the movie starts. Yeah. <laughs> and then things really get going. That was the cold what? open. That was like but, ten minutes. <laughs> It takes such a weird turn, though. It takes such a weird turn, like, I, out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, all right, these, this FBI agent is robbing something. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, so, yeah, well, no, even before that, we just see an FBI agent organizing the Federal Reserve and, like, yeah, I've never been robbed, blah, blah, blah. And then we get a guy that, we like, just a random one-off, uh, uh, the head FBI agent, Travers, uh, uh, like partner says, yeah, fly this guy up. He's new, bring him in. So I'm thinking, Tra- and then Travers is like, he's sure, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, well, this, first off, I'm thinking, all right, this movie is just about Rooker, Michael Rooker and Sylvester Sloan getting over their shit. Yeah. No, fine. Then I'm thinking, all right, it's, it's like an Air Force One situation. This guy sneaks on the plane, steals the money, goes whatever, falls falls in the mountains and then Stallone and Hale like fight over. I'm thinking Hale's going to, Rooker's going to steal the money. Nope. The head FBI agent who's been working for the FBI for 20 years, he's got a perfect record, ends up shooting the, the new guy on the plane. And then that, and I'm thinking, all right, perfect. We got a movie now. Nope. And then John Lithgow comes in and he is the head villain. And, and then yeah. he's got his own, a whole crew of his own. And he fucking uh, harpoons, a, harpoons a harpoon thing into the Federal Reserve plane. Mm-hmm. They try and shoot the money down. The new FBI agent who I really wrote down, I apologize to you, sir, for not believing in you. He survives for a second, shoots down the, uh, the money, and uh, then the plane explodes. Yeah. Yeah. So once the plane goes down, then they're stranded, and the money is in three different locations. Uh, but they have luckily they have trackers on it. But now they're stuck on a uh, stranded in an area, so they got to call rescue team and try to figure out a way. Which is how uh, Michael Rooker gets gets rooked back into it. Yeah, <laughs> they plan that. Uh, <laughs> but this is a, a year since the uh, the incident has happened with uh, with his girlfriend. So and Stallone apparently has failed. He's been gone for like a whole year, and he just shows up unannounced uh, on his wife uh, or his girlfriend. So and, I, I real quick, I read something about this that St- Stallone says something like says something weird to his wife, like or to the to the girlfriend, like I came back for love or something like that. But he's wearing a wedding ring yeah. the whole time. So he had a wife. He left with his wife after the accident, and then he's coming back to his mountain side piece. Whoa! Wow. Or That's do you think they got divorced? No, I think he's coming home. He left his wife to come home to his yeah. southeast. Well, didn't he say he was getting his, his shit? Like he was packing his shit? Well, or something like I that. wrote that yeah. down too because I thought he was, cause it was like a turquoise wedding ring, which I, I, I didn't see Stallone wearing. Like I did, it doesn't really vibe with him. But, uh, and I just wrote down like leaving your wife for a year before cell phones was possible. You know, like you could just yeah. do whatever you want before phones. No one knew where you were. Oh, yeah. seems great. You could have a whole other family. You could be a, a cliff a cliffhanger in Denver, and your wife <laughs> think you're buying eggs. <laughs> you thought, yeah, either thought you were murdered or just working on the oil rig or something. Didn't forgot to tell her. Oh man, if only. And uh, yeah, so they 
um, Stallone gets roped back into it. He's like leaving, um, but eventually they get a call. And, uh, and yeah, so that's how they intersect with these now. Uh, their paths cross with, with yeah. Beck. Yeah. Yeah. Rooker, Rooker doesn't like Stallone, of course, because he dropped his girlfriend down a mountain pass. Um, <laughs> I do want to just mention that, so the, uh, Stallone's like, bef- before he accidentally drops the lady, He's like, well, how did how did you how do you get you out? How did he get you out here? And she's like, he said it was better than sex. And then later, Stallone's mistress, the the helicopter pilot, is like kind of blames Rooker. He like saying like, why the fuck did he take her out there? Like she was an experience. He should never have done that. It's not on you. I'm just thinking like he he must have been taking her out there, Dennis from Always Sunny style, right? Like he yeah. had planted the <laughs> sex idea in her head clearly risking it all for something he couldn't do there was also the uh when rooker hurt his knee she's like yeah he he said it happened in vietnam and stallone's like no it was it was when he was falling out of the hot tub chasing after those babes or something like that uh clearly 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 rooker's a dog uh i think he was definitely taking her up there to and and she brought her stuffed animal Maybe he yeah. was uh maybe he was really bad at laying it down and he's like, Well trust me, this is better than that. <laughs> and like uh, Yeah, emphasis is everything. This is is better than that. Come on, baby. Oh and Trust uh, me <laughs> once they uh once they uh meet up with um the bad guys and uh they find out they're bad guys, because at first it's kinda they try to keep it hidden a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they send Stallone up to the top of a, a cliff climbing up to, to get the money for them, the first case full of money, and they take off his jacket uh, as, like, collateral or something. <laughs> and I, th- I bet Stallone wrote, like, rewrote that in the contract. Or, like, he's like, nope, I'm taking my shirt off. Like, dude, dude, he takes his shirt off or he's got his gun shirt on so many times. When he falls in that uh, – at the end, he falls into water. a pond. Yeah, like a f- frozen, frozen pond. Yeah, pops his shirt off in the water. Is that it? Pops everything off. Is that a thing? I don't know. Well, there's a. He gets back after be, he's like so sweaty because he was climbing at one point, uh, climbed like an insane amount, and he's just drenched in sweat. But he's also shivering so much. But he know he doesn't take that shirt off. He puts a sweater on over it, and then him mm-hmm. and the the side piece uh, or his girlfriend start cuddling, <laughs> and. It made me think of, you know how they say, like, to prevent hypothermia, you're supposed to get naked and, like, spoon, skin-to-skin contact? I bet some Eskimo perv came up with that 100, yeah. 200 years ago and was like, hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably popped that top off. My last wife, we slept with clothes on, and she's dead now. Dropped her off a cliff. I was thinking, uh, like, halfway through this movie, it, I believe it's rated R, and I was thinking um, – is this movie going to prove my theory wrong that they're, they're not going to throw an unnecessary boob in there because, well, number one, it's very difficult to throw an unnecessary boob in a mountain, an icy mountain movie. Um, But then, yeah, when they were cuddling around that fire, I was like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And no boob. Thank you director for being respectful. That's what I'm talking about. Well, this movie was pretty, uh, it was, there was a, uh, a female villain who was also the, uh, she was just a badass, mean, yeah. and a pilot. So I'm like, okay, you're no no gratuitous boobs. 
female villain yeah. and pilot. Mm-hmm. This is the most progressive movie I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Both all, all all the most of the pilots were were women. Yeah. Uh, how I think it should be. For the record. You're brave. <laughs> so take that to the bank. To the lady bank. <laughs> <laughs> they run all the banks. Uh, Stallone gets the case. Uh, after Lithgow dumbly says, all right, now shoot him once he throws it down, Rooker then yells up like, they're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. So then they shoot up anyways, cause an avalanche. Uh, one of, one of John, Lith- how do you say his name? John Lithgow? Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah. John Lithgow's henchmen die. Uh, Stallone throws the, the money case off, but he ends up surviving. Yeah. Shivering in that tiny shirt he's wearing. Uh, yeah. so then we got, uh, uh one member less of, Lithgow's crew, and then it's just Rooker with with them and Stallone on his own. So yeah, he climbs up. We get we he climbs up the mountain to like an old museum uh, to get old gear. Ends up meeting his side piece there, who St- T- Stallone's crew is Rooker, who doesn't like him but seems like a good guy. Yeah, uh, his side piece, the the ghost of uh, Rooker's girlfriend, who Stallone dropped off the mountain, and then a crazy ass old dude who is just during that opening scene, he was like the, the, the assistant pilot. And he's yeah, just got yeah. a, the biggest goddamn grin on his face throughout the whole movie <laughs> in the most tense situations. Like he's laughing when pretty much when the woman, when Stallone drops that, that first woman, he's like laughing. He's like laughing, loving it. He's like, I'm having a yeah. great time. Happy to be on this mountain. He's an absolute <laughs> freak. He, Frank. Yeah, Frank, Mr. Danes, he is uh, – uh, <laughs> he's part of the crew as well. But I, I do – Stallone and the, the, the lead woman, um, like, go through the old the – the climbing museum and, and try and find old gear and things like that. I do love a, a, a montage in a movie of, like, looking for old gear in a museum. We got it in Demolition Man where he's going through that stuff. Uh, John Wick kind of does it when he's putting that gun together in John Wick 3. I'm trying to think of other, like, I'm sure Night at the Museum has it, of course. Oh, Three Ninjas, they do it with the, the swords and, like, yeah. the old yep. uh, temple thing. Um, but I love me going through, like, a, a, a not top ammunition, although I do love top ammunition montage, but, like, old-time ammunition, like, oh, look at this shit. This isn't going to hold. Well, in, uh, in Hobbs and Shaw, they he asked yeah. for all the guns and it's but it's actually old like Samoan uh, warrior gear like yeah, uh, exactly. antique. I'm sure they uh, well they did that in three ninjas probably because they don't didn't give the kids guns. They uh at one point they're now they're uh, they're all being chased and they, they find the second case uh and they take out the tracker and they build it into a snowman. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I watched this movie with my parents uh and my my we watched it in the afternoon. My dad stayed awake the whole time. He loved it, and he was he was dying laughing at the part when they turned it into the snowman. He loved it. Like yeah. take that. Yeah. That's what he thought. I was like, like Stallone beats helicopters up the mountain climbing. He beats people with days head starts. I was thinking like, how much he is freezing cold. Yeah. This is a dangerous situation. He has the time to fucking build a goddamn whole snowman and move like all this all this money. Well, they had to burn some money. Yeah, Stallone got his big comedic beat in this movie with that burning, yeah. burning um, money bit. Yeah, 
Yeah. Man, it costs a fortune to eat this place. Yeah. And then he apologizes. <laughs> he apologizes <laughs> for the bad joke. Yeah. Now, uh, we get a good, uh, we get a lot of one of my favorite Stallones, which is backwards hat Stallone uh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he, he turns it around quite a bit when he's climbing. Uh, my other favorite backwards hat Stallone would be over the top where he's an arm wrestling truck driver. Yeah. And, uh, I need to watch that. I need to see that too. Now, I uh, I was watching this and all of the uh, there were several things that would later happen. In like, I saw so many things that later action movies took and perfected. Mm-hmm. Like there was a scene where they were on a rope and they were running sideways across the, the side of the cliff which is a big fight scene in uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. also like in Hobbs and Shaw they kind of do it when they're going to the building and sort of in Mission Impossible yeah I was going to say this follow. Mission Impossible got its whole its whole thing from this movie yeah, yeah. climbing uh, as Mission Impossible 2 is just like this also there's a lot of like uh, I feel like Christopher Nolan just watched Cliffhanger and then it was like alright Every one of these stunts is going in Batman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he had the gun that would shoot into the rocks uh, so he could, like, rappel down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of bats at one point. That was yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I was going to say. I thought you made me watch that movie on purpose because of those bats. They really spooked me. No, I, well, I, I even wrote down uh, something about, like, <laughs> were you getting triggered by the bats or, like, did it? Yeah, dude, I was fucking – I was turning into Batman. I was terrified. Uh, I I was reading that Stallone and the when they the bats attacked throughout the whole movie Stallone's searching for these cases, tri- beating the Blithgo and his crew at every turn, and then every step of the way like killing one of Blithgo's crew. So then at the end, it's just it's just Blithgo and the side piece and Stallone, um, or or his girlfriend. Uh, but yeah, those bats really really freaked me out. I read Stallone and and the lady in the bat scene they 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 br- actually did bring in real bats but they were too scared to get surrounded yeah by them. I well this was pre-corona as well pre-covid yeah oh man one bats they, were cool yeah back they only knew what bats would become what they i was do. i was actually i was waiting for um them to run into michael keaton uh yeah. as batman yeah you know in that case oh yeah well another like thing i recognized and this would be more of a just in homage or taking inspiration uh, was all the helicopter stuff. I saw like inspiration for four different movies, like the, the Hobbs and Shaw helicopter uh, train where they have all the cars hooked on it and it's pulling them. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a very similar thing with that. The Captain America holding the helicopter. There was like them trying yeah. to move Mission mm-hmm. Impossible where the helicopter was hanging on the cliff. That was almost exactly what happened in this one. Uh, and then the climbing scene in Mission Impossible. I, uh, I I wrote down the helicopter stuff as well, but I like eighty percent through the movie. I was like, is there not going to be a scene where he's hanging off that helicopter? There wasn't really everyone, but I was thinking they got it. Oh. And they always, if two characters are uh, the show like fighting on a helicopter, they almost always have to end the movie with that because there's no way. Yeah. Two two people survive a helicopter crash. And not like they, they wouldn't be able to get caught up with each other, really, like or like yeah. or escape each other. They mm. 
they would have they need to have their final battle scene after the helicopter crashes in Mission Impossible. Yeah. It happened, I think, and yeah. in, in the first Mission Impossible as well. Helicopters are just too dangerous, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like, there's no if you can't have two people survive a helicopter crash. No, did anybody no. survive in the Kobe helicopter crash, or did everybody perish? No, no I think everybody. No, I, I was reading the IMDb trivia and it said that partially Stallone took on this role to conquer his fear of heights. Like, that's why he did the movie. So I was thinking maybe he did porn to conquer his fear of puss. Maybe. <laughs> Is that why gotta, anyone... I feel like that's why everybody gets in the porn business, what's, right? What's he, <laughs> immersive therapy. What's he, what's he uh, overcoming with Rocky? Uh, Short-haired women? Yeah. Yeah, um, his fear of uh of minorities. Yeah, I was gonna say it. Oh. I mean, both, I mean that's both European. I mean, he, and- he has a, he has that famous um like short little monologue where he's like, "All right, you want you want me to say it? I'm scared. All right, I'm scared." Oh. And it's and that's it's public, third public, one, so. public speaking. <laughs> Wait, was that the yeah. was that the porn or was that Rocky? That <laughs> <laughs> <It> was Rocky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want me to say it? It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep a boner. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I told my mom that Stallone did porn and uh, she she was not happy about it. She ran right up to her room. And there's a uh, watched all this flicks. There was one part where when Stallone was fighting one of the the henchmen, and he's really getting the shit kicked out of him, and he yeah. calls the guy a sissy. <laughs> And the guy it freaked out <laughs> like it was the worst <laughs> insult he's ever heard. The uh, one maybe this is the same guy you're talking about. I, one of Lyft, the Lithgow's henchman is a black dude, and first off, his crew is just so mean to him. But this black dude is nuts, and he's got some of the coolest lines. Uh, he, he he like jumps down. First off, he risks his own life by a long shot to go kill, try and kill Stallone for his own glory. He drops his gun and like the the woman the Sloan's lady is down there for he, he says no bu- no bullets bitch which is sweet and then he goes he says <laughs> i'll ask you he asks Sloan, looking for the third case or second case i'll ask you three times where's the money Stallone doesn't tell him he kicks the shit out of him doesn't tell him again kicks the shit out of him and then is gonna break his neck but he keeps saying wrong answer motherfucker wrong answer he's cool as hell and then still he really gives like a, a weird monologue about how you shouldn't sacrifice your lady or your life for money, which was, he used worse words, but I thought that was pretty good. And then Stallone just grabbed him by the dick, grabbed him by the neck, put him on a stalagmite. Power cleaned him like into a stalagmite and yeah. just impaled him. Wild. I wrote that there was a, like, like three fourths of the way through this movie got like extremely violent. And, yeah, and showed some stuff. I mean, the, I mean, I guess just, it opened like, with a death by when they, falling off the mountain. When they murdered the two friends, like the villains are like pretty crazy, and they don't give a shit about not like they they murder the fuck out of a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but like the one part is they shoot one of the guys, and then the guy um, jumps off with a parachute, and he gets shot, and he like falls into a tree, and. uh like some wild pack of wolves just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and they're yeah. about to like eat him, and you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's got a rough. I, but then Frank, I thought that I thought they were going to show him just him. getting 
his bones ripped apart by wolves. But yeah, nowadays we wear <clears throat> like bright clothing to like look cool and look like we are from the '80s or '90s. Back in the day, they were wearing bright ski coats and stuff to not get yeah. eaten by wolves if they get shot in the back when they're parachuting down. <laughs> well, here's a little uh, little continuity error that I noticed. Um, the guy who of the two like stoner skydiver snowboarder friends, the one who jumped off. Uh, when he's hanging there and they find him, he's wearing leg straps and his uh, and his shoulder straps, and there's no way he would have been able to put on his leg straps while running because he would have had to like. Oh step into yeah, it. that's a little uh, little skydiver yeah. insider. Those two uh, stoner surfer guys were funny. I, they reminded me of uh, Cindy Lou Who's brothers in The Grinch. They were just, yeah. they were just they were just dorks. Like yeah, I I could definitely see Cindy Lou Who's brothers after she saves the Grinch leaving Whoville getting big getting baked and just going <laughs> for the extremes because they grew up near Who Mountain so they know what's up That's well funny. when uh when Stallone gets back in town kind of look like him. his, his yeah. name was uh was Gabe right uh I think so yeah Gabriel Walker yeah when he gets back into town he's driving and these two stoner guys are driving and they're yelling, Gabe! I thought they were calling him gay. And I was like, man, the 90s. Man. What, a, what a time. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> you, you think, like, uh, when new big action movies come out, the, the actor has any say in what goes into, like, the name? Like, Gabriel Walker. What a perfect name for... Well, first off, I thought if this came out in the 80s, his name definitely would have been Clifford Hanger. Uh, uh. But... Yeah, but I was like, all right, very progressive, very good. I was like, Gabriel Walker, Gabriel. He's he's, I think something, an a, an angel of some sort. Walker, kind of kind of Luke Skywalker esque, cool name. Yeah, Clifford Hanger would have been great. Yeah, or like, yeah. it's pronounced uh, Hangar. He's German. Uh, while we're talking about it, um. I thought of a of a new segment. Uh, what would the uh, the porn name or porn version of this be? And what would be like a like describe a scene? Uh, stiff banger. Ooh, that's better than mine. Stiff. I <laughs> stiff banger. Yeah, it's shot in a bar. It's shot in a nightclub. And this guy's never soft. And that's the that's the title, <laughs> Cliff Banger or no Stiff Banger. This guy's never soft. I was thinking they would reenact the uh, the hanging scene, but they're they're holding on to his his hard drive, hanging off the ground. And then she she slips, the condom falls off, and so the glove. <laughs> He's like, no, no. She's just upset she doesn't get the get the stiff banger. Not that she's about to die. <laughs> and uh something i want you guys to watch next time uh that i thought of as uh when they're doing the the credits at the beginning uh find yeah. the funniest name in the credits or at the end uh but the one i saw was linwood spink uh co-exec producer and i want to know everything about <laughs> <laughs> linwood manuel miranda linwell spinks Uh, did I tell you guys ever uh, in college, my the girl I was dating in college, who you both 
knew. Uh, she was a big fan of the show The Walking Dead, and another girl we knew in college who was in a who was in the Alpha Phi sorority. Her uncle is Michael Rooker, and uh, oh, shit. I and what? my ex loved The Walking Dead, so I I reached out to her friend and got an autographed picture of Michael Rooker for my ex in college. Damn, that's cool. That, was yeah. this before Guardians of the Galaxy too? This is before Damn. Guardians of the Galaxy. Both of them. Uh, before. Oh yeah, yeah this as Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is uh, when he was just Walking Dead famous. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought about I I tried to get a uh, a video message and this was before Cameo. Man, I should have started Cameo, dude. <laughs> I would have really been rolling in it by now. If but, your ex uh, had, if your ex had more uh, obsessions, I think you uh, you probably would have. Like she just loved a bunch of celebs. You were just always trying to hit them up. You're like, I need a, I need something to get this thing together. I know. We are. Uh, Not- <laughs> didn't work out, but I, I wonder if she still has. I should, I should, should I call her? <laughs> Ask for it back. <laughs> you don't even watch the show. Eh, I want it back. I I did all the work. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. It was uh, I can't pre- I can't remember the girl who her nephew, or who's his niece, but uh, I could find her. Like we all knew her too. Forget, forget who was, but see if we can uh, get him on the, get him on the pod. <laughs> um, um, oh yeah, I just wrote down that the whole plot of this movie. Uh, several different times it relies on someone holding on to and then dropping something <laughs> like that. I thought you were going to say that this whole movie is just pulling rope because oh, yeah. we get, ha- we That's get, like you know? <laughs> <laughs> there ha- at the start, we got Stallone trying to pull her back in or, or push her away. We got them trying to reel in the money on the rope as well. We got people yeah. getting pulled after the, <laughs> So they're like they're uh, at the final scene is is Lithgow and Stallone fighting on a helicopter like that's hanging off the cliff, and uh, Rooker and uh, Stallone's lady are just like watching him, and she's got a giant rope like tied around her, t- tied around her. I'm just thinking like, put that rope down. What do you get that rope yeah. down there? What are you guys doing? Why are you just watching? Pull, and then they end up using the rope to pull him up anyways. Yeah. At the end, like once, once the helicopter's already fallen and he's just free solo and fucking on the edge. <laughs> Get that rope fun. down there. Pull some rope. Push some rope. Oh, Come on. I do love, too, that they, um, they end it right after, like, Lithgow goes I down. Were. They're still on top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, and then they're yeah. immediately cracking jokes, like laughing with each other. And game movie's over. No. Yeah. They're not. They're not in the hospital. They're not yeah. hanging out. They're just a couple of pals. How about that FBI? How about that FBI agent going? The FBI agent that ended up betraying and and uh, stealing the money, just going absolutely insane at the end. There's yeah. a lot of tension between Lithgow and uh, the ex FBI agent Travers, and at the end, like. Stallone ends up hiding the third briefcase, money briefcase's tracker on like a little tiny bunny. First off, I'd love to watch a scene of him just trying to catch that little bunny because there's no way yeah. he's snatching that thing up. Uh, That's like, 
he looked like Chris Rock in uh, Beverly Hills Ninja trying to catch the chicken. Yeah. Remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, but... I, I read on also on trivia that originally there was a scene where the, uh, the debt, like they shot the bunny and the bunny like exploded. And the test audiences hated it so much that Stallone personally put up a hundred grand to reshoot that scene to not have the bunny. Done. Holy shit. Because it was, the audiences hated it. That even though they watched a man get impaled above Stallone's head, yeah, they yeah. didn't watch a bunny get killed. That's so funny. Grabs he grabs that guy by the crotch, grabs him by the neck, and then just and just shoves him up. And there's so much blood. Yeah, yeah. I was just watching that, and I just go, "He's so strong." Like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was his whole thing. He was just really strong. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what do you think? Do you have any? Uh, I, I also wrote down that I forgot watching this. How bad I, I at one point and still do want night vision goggles. Oh, they were cool uh, as yeah. hell. There was I, super I cool. Google night vision goggles weekly to check prices, check the market prices. The middle, the middle thirty minutes was fifty percent just the bad guys silhouettes looking over the cliff, like looking for Stallone in the dark and then half one of his hench, one of Lithgow's henchmen with night vision goggles. And they looked cool as hell. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I originally wrote down like, why are they bringing all this gear? How, how, how do they, how is this how Harry, this shit? is this Harry Potter's bag? But once he pulled out the, <laughs> the night vision goggles, I was like, this is cool as hell. I'm in. <laughs> I am in. Yeah. Why aren't they doing? How, why don't? Why aren't they doing more uh, night vision goggle movies besides the Paris Hilton one? I haven't seen any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was probably the the last. It didn't do all that well commercially. It made yeah, a right. career for her though. Who was the guy? You know what? Uh, you know what's who's the, sweet... who's the the male lead in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a sweet um, night vision um, scene is. Um, kick-ass the first kick-ass yeah with the yeah. young girls and she's just fucking dudes up that's yeah. all that's a good one how the classic night vision prank is maybe this is just in daredevil the tv show but like they turn the lights off on daredevil they don't know he's blind and they're all like there's like 50 dudes in the kitchen with big fashion night vision goggles and he's like wait a second he turns the lights on and they're all like, ah, and he just kicks the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Stallone did to this guy. He pulls the flare and pulls Oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stallone's got uh, the, the quickest body movements. Like, at, at one point, he's got a, uh, an axe hidden under, under a giant pile of snow. Uh, one of the henchmen's walking up, like, talking shit, being like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you, motherfucker. And then before the guy can shoot, Stallone pulls out the, the hatchet out of, like, 10 feet of snow and just slices the guy. He's got the quickest, yeah. he's got the quickest arms, quickest legs. That man is, can move. Agile. Sure I guess can. I take it back. He could catch that bunny. Oh, yeah, he's good. I bet yeah. the bunny came to him. It was just like, what do you need, pal? What do you need, boss? <laughs> I'll help you. Yeah. What do you think? Do you have any, uh, any connections? Oh, sorry, I just noticed another um, note. There, at one point, they were in an ice cave, him and the woman, and mm-hmm. uh, they climbed through it. And I believe it was called the Douglas Shaft, which would also be featured in the porn version. Yeah. So I Let me, I, I wrote down a couple uh, of 
uh, of the names, it was Eagles, uh, the real names of the, like the peaks of the movie. They just were making shit up. I didn't write them all down, but there's like the Bither Ladder, which is just a giant metal ladder. There's the tower, which they keep calling, talking about the Eagles Cape. We should make, we should start making pornos on mountaintops. There's a lot of, there's a lot of peak jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Devil, devil's boner. Uh, that's all I got so far. <laughs> I mean, the Grand Canyon is one of the sexiest uh, yeah. natural, natural uh, wonders of the world. If they, if something that's a uh, penis shape is phallic, what's something that's a uh, bush shape? Oh, bush shaped. What's uh is there like a is there a term for that if it's, if it's shaped like a vagina? Wait, do you, cool. are you saying? Oh, you say <laughs> you say puss or bush? Uh, puss. Puss. Sometimes sometimes they go hand in hand. <laughs> oh, here's here's something I thought of that uh, I read a study recently that beards uh that we like evolutionary grow beards where we do because it's supposed to cushion our jaw from when we get punched. And it's like, okay, what are cubes for then? <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody's just getting just <laughs> some uh, bald uh, dick caveman just got kicked in the ball so many times that his body was like, okay, I'll go <laughs> Do any other animals have a bush? <laughs> I, I've always, I always shave my animals <laughs> bushes and <laughs> get, get them waxed. I want them to look respectable. How funny would it be? Just like a dog with a big old bush. <laughs> Different texture from their other hair. and like It's like and curly and fluffy. Yeah, like a golden retriever with like a black curly bush. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from an evolutionary standpoint, like why did we grow hair on our heads and nowhere else? Like, I think maybe cavemen had just way bigger, way bigger weans. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't have razors. Like you catch me three days later and with a three days after a shave with a bush and the sun's not getting on my dick if I'm naked. Dude. <laughs> well, they had to, they probably they couldn't do much else. So I bet a lot of mating was just based off of a uh, of dong size. You know? It's not, it wasn't like, yeah. you know, this guy, he's got a good job cause they all, they all have the same job. <laughs> yeah, like, so, <laughs> so, so what I'm thinking is, there was it wasn't someone getting keep getting punched in the bush it was some little some creep was like wait a second let me try this and like like an urkel type he was like i i don't have the biggest uh the biggest stick in the in the bush but i can get the biggest bush to make the okay. stick look bigger it was a, a declusion if you will a <laughs> exactly <dick> the <laughs> first declusion <laughs> Sometimes, if you stop, if you stare into the dark abyss long enough, sometimes it looks bad. <laughs> or maybe it was a, uh, it was um, from from just years of just just pounding and, yeah. and then cubes sprouted up to like airbag it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you it, you think it all happened all at once? All of a sudden, some dude was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Whoa! Uh, it was the big bang. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> That's what Carl Sagan uh, was talking about with the Big Bang. 
Carl Sagan was a <laughs> Vietnamese <laughs> astronomer. Still named Carl, though? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I the I the the two like stoner guys that were yelling they were calling Stallone gay. Um when he first rolled into town, they were wearing bright sky suits. Uh they they had like a a lot of good jokes in the in the tents back and forth. I I did they did really remind me of Cindy Lou Who's brothers. I don't wanna bring that back. I could see I I if I mean one of them got brutally murdered. <laughs> the other one barely survived, so I guess we got to go the Grinch first. They escape from Whoville, move along. Yeah. And yeah. on top of that, I would be willing to bet just by their personalities, they talked about traveling uh, and skydiving. I bet that they did a few uh, skydiving jumps with the crew from Drop Zone. Yeah. And have met, have met all of those crews. So I bet that's uh, all, I, all the skydiving stuff is intertwined for sure. They've, they've all interacted uh, so this is definitely within the same universe as the Wesley Snipes joint. Well, R- well, Rex Lynn, of course, who plays the detective FBI agent that goes nuts, is part of Wesley Snipes' crew. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see, I could see him surviving. Yeah, when Stallone yeah. pops that shirt off, the final fight scene, or the second final fight scene, I guess, Travers. <laughs> is the one that's over him shooting at him when Stallone's shirtless underneath in the freezing cold water. Yeah. Maybe oh, that yeah. cold water, maybe Rex Lynn, AKA Travers pops his shirt off, sails down the, uh, uh, the frozen river pops out and is like, I need to get out of this. And goes joins Wesley. That cold Sun water, here. that cold water just, uh, it made Stallone's hog the size of a normal hog. Uh, it shrunk it up, made it, <laughs> Made it uh, respectable and easy to look at. Yeah. Like a, wait, is, what do you think? Is, wait, is Stallone Defoe? If Defoe? Do they have to keep the set uh, at 32 degrees Fahrenheit so Stallone or so uh, Defoe's hog doesn't swell up? <laughs> swell up? <laughs> like a humidifier. <laughs> we got a stiff. We got a stiff hanger on our hands. Yeah, I like the uh, uh, Who Bill Grinch. Yeah, back. I think um, one with um, Michael uh, uh, Rooker. Um, I think once once after this, he kind of leaves the the cliffhanging gang and um, moves to Jersey and buys a mall, and um, he's got like Jay and Tom Bob hanging out in there, um, and. Uh, um, tied in with mall rats. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, but, and the uh, whole, but yeah, the he's whole the universe, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah, and I was thinking a wa- there's got to be a Walking Dead tie-in somewhere too, like because that's in the in the apocalyptic future. Is he? he yeah, is, is he a good guy or bad guy in the Walking Dead? He starts he off goes- as he starts off as like a a bad guy. Um. And then he be, and then it be kind of becomes good, but then he like becomes bad. It's it's like a whole character change. 
It's like a whole TV show that lasted 15 seasons. That I think it's still going on. Can't describe in one character, in one sentence. <laughs> uh, the the original henchman that was shooting up the mountain when Stallone, or the first henchman that died when Stallone was sh- uh, got the first case. Um, I recognized him. I couldn't pick him out, but he's the the lead henchman in the mask. Um, always plays a henchman the long-haired guy he he might not even have a name in cliffhanger but he's always trying to talk dorian down from being a wild man or talking dorian up yeah he might be the guy he might be the guy that dies in the mask on the table oh no that's a black guy i bet there's like a henchman there's like a henchman verse almost Mm -hmm. of these guys that just look mean and i (laughs) hatchet man hatchet Hatchet Man in uh, Big Trouble in Little China was in Surf Ninjas, or he, he's yeah. in a bunch of different ones. I imagine that there's like a, uh, it's almost like a henchman or like a goon, a, a goon union, a goonian uh, mm-hmm. in these movies where they like call him up and they're like, all right, I need four down on the mountain. And then they all like stand up <laughs> and put on their ties. And yeah. chain, all the, all the number one henchmen have a, have a goonian and then everyone else has one because a number one henchman doesn't want a, a second number, a, a different number one henchman coming on set and out henching him. Yeah. What is, what does it mean to hench? I, I've seen it. I couldn't describe it. Okay. I, I speak it. I yeah, can't. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I it's like, oh, so what do you do? I'm a henchman. Oh, what does that mean? I hench. <laughs> I, I, I hench. <laughs> okay. I got it. <laughs> Wait, do you mean you wrench? Hmm. Trying, to, <laughs> trying to, and then what does that mean? Trying to uh, give them an out? <laughs> what? What is hench? Huh? Mm, no. More of a feeling. <laughs> I can understand did it. A, did you say you're a, a bar wench? Mm, no, no, no. Mm-mm. From now on, if I don't, if I can't, if I think something, but I can't really explain it, I'm going to say, listen, I can, I can understand it, but I can't speak it. That's, yeah, that's perfect. That's what I say about uh, Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start, I'm going to start knowing more Spanish than you. I, I, a little bit, but I can pick up some words, but, but like Did I for sure uh, couldn't have a conversation. When your parents would yell at you as a kid, would they ever like go into Spanish? They were so flustered that they'd start screaming Spanish. No, they would speak in Spanish when they would try to, like, keep something from us. But eventually, we would be like, "All right, we know what you're talking about, so oh, might as well good. just fucking say it in English." It's like all spelling you know. letters when you're taking your dog for a walk. Yeah. yeah. All the only Spanish you know are secrets. <laughs> like that. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know secret. I know secrets. Yeah. I know gossip Spanish. The only word. It was just like I can't fucking stand like... these kids, you know. But it needs to be <laughs> <Yeah>. in Spanish. <laughs> If your aunt's being a bitch, that's the only way, the only words you recognize when your mom's talking. Yeah. That's great. Meanwhile, my you gotta find a you gotta find a bilingual therapist. Oh yeah, yeah. they talk Spanish when they're gonna take you out for a walk, and then uh, so he he starts taking her out. They're ready to go. They know. He knows. Uh, I think. What theories you got? I I think I might have like in a roundabout way. Oh, I guess uh, one. it's like 
if somehow Lisko survives, maybe he comes out of this, uh, even though it was a pretty hard fall and like the helicopter had a huge <laughs> yeah. explosion. Yeah, like the final line the is explosion. Rooker saying, if you're looking for, if you're looking for Quaylen, who's Lisko, you can find him hugging, what does he say, hugging a helicopter? I hump in a helicopter. I hope you see, you can find him humping a helicopter. Like you, you can find him kissing a helicopter or something. Yeah. Well, I think I wrote this before I saw the end. Because uh, the only other main Lithgow thing I, I could think of was uh, he's James Franco's dad in the Planet of the Apes remake. Yeah. And he has like Alzheimer's. So I was thinking maybe he got nice with his Alzheimer's and uh, didn't realize how bad of a guy he was. But uh, I yeah. don't know how it works. Some really of those lines like, of this movie are insane. He, he says like, you kill three men, you're a murderer. You kill 10,000, you kill a million, you're a conqueror. Like, he, I feel yeah. like this movie had like 15 more hours. He was strange, to it. dude. Yeah. They went into all this backstory on him, and he was, was so and he killed his main henchman, henchwoman. Yeah, Tony Henchcliffe, comedian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then uh, basically, I, I've already mentioned him, but all the, uh, all, I think this movie inspired a lot of things in future cinema like there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of inspiration to be had just in the mission possible universe and the christopher nolan verse uh in the marvel universe hobbs and shaw stuff yeah i think without cliffhanger we might not have some pretty uh pretty cool scenes yeah, yeah i don't know if, i don't know if this was before or after the rock i imagine it was uh after but one of lithgow's lithgow's lines when they're trying to him and stallone are trying to negotiate like you're a real piece of work and Stallone goes, you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> you're a real piece of shit, Womack, you piece of shit. Welcome to the rock. Womack, I knew it was oh, yeah. you. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's everything. Yeah, I think one, uh, like John Lithgow and the girl, if they had they had a son back back at home or whatever, and then he ended up growing up without parents, went a little crazy, and became the Trinity can, killer mm-hmm. and uh, Dexter. Yeah, I mean that would be dope. Lithgow is clearly fucking a psychopath. Crazy. Like, yeah. Like, w- like right when they dropped the money originally, Travers is like, "Get off my, get off my back, man!" And Lithgow's like, "I'm not even on your back yet." And he's got the weirdest like <laughs> accent too. Like, what do you mean? You gonna, you gonna fuck him? <laughs> you know, smoking yeah. cigarettes. Look, made it look real cool. Didn't think he would look. It was possible for him to look that cool, but he did. Yeah. Well, real quick before we get before we get out of here, um, last week I put my own phone number on the. Uh, oh the no! And I I got a text out of the blue like uh, with some with some film recommendations that I'll I'll tell you guys or I'll text them to you. And I was like, oh, who is this? Uh, thinking I just didn't save the number, and the the person goes, we haven't met, but I listened to the pod. And I was like, perfect. I love it. So shout out to them. Um, But, and when I asked what their name was, they told me, but they said they'd rather give me a shout out uh, to um, the late, uh, I mean, this this is a little serious note for us, but the late Brianna Taylor, who was, uh, was tragically um, killed. uh, I I forget which state, but it's been in the news. And uh, yeah, if you're listening and you haven't already signed a petition or something, uh, try to to make things a little better place out there. But we also arrest, we really appreciate arrest that. Arrest the cops. We want, system. Arrest the yeah. cops. We want to, uh, yeah, things to get better in the world, and yeah. so we can keep hanging, keep watching movies, and and laughing. But we really appreciate that specific fan for uh, for hitting us up. If you want to listen to last yeah, week, appreciate you, brother. My number, text me. Uh, anything you want, <laughs> uh, we'll listen. We just are happy to be here. Yeah. What's your parents' address? My parents' address is uh, 
No, I can't give that one out. Yeah. But they come here. They have a PO box. They don't even have a PO box. But yeah. Well, uh, uh shout out to that person. See you next yeah, time. Keep shout hanging out. out. Keep sitting. Keep watching. Keep Thank you to Thank our, you. our fan that reached out. And uh, yeah, yeah. sign a petition. Um, donate some money if you got it. I know we, we mentioned that before. But, uh, but yeah, it's a crazy world out there. And be nice Man, to get better. Yeah. Watch Cliffhanger while you're at it. It's on Hulu. Good. Great movie. All right. Watch it, man. We'll, One, two, uh, and three. We'll see you next week. Oh yeah, and uh, come next week. We'll we'll have the mic review of uh, Ip, Ip Man uh, four through eight. Four. Yeah. Eight, <laughs> eight more kung fu movies. Watch well, it, man. Ready. Arrest the cops. The kill Brianna Taylor. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Have a good one. We'll talk to you. Later. We'll tell y'all.